Welcome to the First Love Church. We invite you to personally discover the life-changing impacts of the Word of God as you listen to this message by Bishop Richard Ayi. Bishop Richard Ayi serves as a bishop in Lighthouse Chapel International, a denomination founded by Bishop Dacuid Mills with over 1,500 branches worldwide. Bishop Richard currently pastors the London branch of the First Love Church, a vibrant campus ministry with young, energetic people full of first love for the Lord. We believe this message will give you hope, light and love to strengthen you in your Christian walk. Now listen to Bishop Richard. Wow. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. I believe that your breakthrough is already happening. Amen. Just want to sing a song of worship to the Lord. want to say, Lord, thank you for loving somebody like me, a sinner like me, and nobody like me. Oh, God, it's such a blessing, it's such a privilege, and I'm honored to know you. Oh, Jesus, what love. The Father has lavished on us That we should be called His sons And daughters Precious in Greater love This world has never seen When He hung on that tree
just to be your child, oh God. Close your eyes and sing this song. Thank you for loving me. Think about where you came from, the type of person you are. Thank you for loving me. Oh Lord, the things I used to do. Whilst I was yet a sinner, Lord, you were loving me. Oh, you sent your son to die on Calvary. Lord, I'm surprised that you died for me. Lord, I say thank you for loving me. Thank you for loving me. Oh, say thank you for loving me. Thank Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Give the Lord a shout because he loves you. Give the Lord a shout because he loves you. Amen. Are you ready to praise the Lord some more? No, some of you, I don't know. Are you ready to praise the Lord some more? Amen. Amen. The Bible says, the Bible says in Ephesians chapter 2 and verse 8, that I'm saved by grace. I'm saved by grace. I'm saved by grace. Are you saved by grace? Yeah, yeah. Hallelujah. We're about to sing a song called Saved by Grace. One of my favorite songs. It's not by your good works. It's not by your charity. It's not by your giving. But it's by the grace of God. Hallelujah. Come on. Oh. Come on. All right, all right. Where would I be without your grace?
Wow. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Are you still in the house? Do you still want to praise God? Are you sure? The Bible says in 1 John chapter 4 and verse 8, it said that he that loveth not knoweth not God, for God is love. Did you know that verse? God is love. Amen. God is love. And God is all around. Amen. Hallelujah. Are you guys still here?
of the name of Jesus every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord come on let's go
Send to your neighbor quickly. Tap them on the shoulder. Say, I've got something to tell you. Say, do you want to hear what it is? Did they say yes? Tell them this. God is fighting for us, pushing back the darkness, lining up the kingdom that cannot be shaken in the name of Jesus. And we will shout it. church. Amen. Well, I want you to high five four people. Tell them welcome to church. can feel what I'm feeling. Wow. 
Amen. Well, tell your neighbor the party's not over yet. We've got some more in store for you. In fact, I'd like to announce to you that is in fact and indeed testimony time. Amen. That move down. Careful, careful. Okay. I want you to clap your hands and I want you to welcome our brother Dami from the University of Nottingham. Welcome my brother Dami. Keep on clapping. Keep on clapping so there will be your testimony soon. So um, my name is Dami. I'm from the First Love Nottingham branch. Uh, I'm sorry. I recently joined the Dancing Stars Ministry. By the way, I'm just saying. Yeah. Uh, I just completed my undergraduate degree in chemical engineering, University of. <laughs> and. Uh, Throughout my time in the UK here, I never went to I never went to church, ever, until my final year in the university, and uh, this was in January. I joined church, first love church, obviously, <laughs> and when I went to church, I I met the pastor, uh, well, the elder, Elder Charles, and. <laughs> And, uh, you know, they were very welcoming. And they, I mean, he advised me to, well, I was struggling with my, you know, my education, academics. And he advised me to do something that I felt, you know, it was impossible. Because, uh, I'm, I'm really sorry, guys. Uh, <laughs> so, um, basically, what he said was, I should apply for this extenuating circumstances that would enable me to take my exams again as if I was taking them the first time. And according to departmental rules, they are meant to reject this extenuating circumstances after a week. But, you know, this was, you know, a month past the date. And I submitted two months later. And then I came for the joint service in April. And in that joint service, Bishop Richards prayed for us. <laughs> and he said, whatever you're going through, it ends now in Jesus' name. <laughs> and you guys remember, that was the time we were meant to go for the camp, Bishop Dark's camp, Radia 20. And uh, it was during the exam period, and Many of us couldn't make it because, you know, we're studying for exams. And then Bishop prayed again that many of you that are writing exams, come. <laughs> he, 
He prayed for academic excellence and I received it. <laughs> and uh, after the camp, I noticed that everything in my life changed. Every single thing. As I told you, I was struggling. Every exam I took after that day, majority of my marks were 70 and above. And I kid you not, I, I'm serious, I'm serious. See, <laughs> I mean, it's engineering, come on. See, I never smelled 60, like I never. <laughs> ever, ever, I never, if you want, I can show you my results. I never smelled 60, ever. But after that prayer, after the camp, a lot of different things were happening. I submitted a coursework late that was 40%. Well, the weight of the coursework was 40%. And I submitted three days late. According to departmental rules, again, that's meant to be 15% reduction. (laughs) See, guys. (laughs) I didn't think that coursework... The coursework I did. And I was, in, I was at camp. I was at camp when I was doing this coursework. I don't know what I was doing, but... <laughs> I didn't think, you know, with the, with the way I rushed the coursework, I didn't think it was worth 60. Now, three days late, I got 83%. <laughs> now, this is a guy... This is, this is a guy that is struggling in engineering, by the way, getting 83%. <laughs> now, uh, to think that was all. <laughs> wait now, wait now. <laughs> uh, my final year project, out of 22 groups, my group got the best project. And um, I've been in church, in First Love Church, for 10 months now. And I've seen so many miracles. You know, God did this for me through First Love Church. <laughs> so I say, I say to all of you that are out there, I would like to encourage you. <laughs> no matter how low you're feeling in your life, no matter, you know, I don't know. Just have faith. When Bishop is praying, receive the prayer with all your, with all your, hey, receive it, receive it. Just have faith and come to First Love Church. Thank you, thank you. Amen. Amen. Keep on clapping your hands and welcome our sister, Sini. Who turned off my song? Hi everyone. Um, so I'm Sinang and um, like our 
brother just now. I study engineering as well, but I study in University College London. And <laughs> so I'm from um, UCL Campus Church, First Love Church. Um, I wasn't a Christian, but all my best friends were when I was really young. So I come from Malaysia. And I was the type of really um, strong personality, so I can't be easily convinced. And then I, and I think it was really sad because probably God has surrounded me with so many Christian friends to kind of like help to save me, but I didn't take it for such a long time till I was 18. And I suffered so bad. I, I constantly feel like whatever I'm doing is not good enough. And I always felt the insecurity such that if I do something good, say got first place in class for one day, the next day something bad is going to happen. And so if you look at that mindset, and I carry that mindset for almost like 12 years, you know, all throughout my academic life, through exams and exams, competitions, piano, violin competitions, ballet competitions, everything. And that was with that mindset. And yes, I was doing a lot of things, but I was so negative and I was so, it was so pent up because I was so insecure as to whether this streak of success is going to go forward. And uh, yeah. And it's really painful to think that um, I've been through so much, but all I did, all I need to do was actually just accept and open myself to God. If I would have done that earlier, if I would have went to church earlier, then I would have saved myself so much trouble. I would have saved myself from getting like rashes because I was stressed or things like that. And then, and then Felix, Felix Okuru. <laughs> which is my best friend right now. And he, he's from City University's First Love Church, mm -hmm. Campus Church. And he brought me to First Love. Um, we met in an internship at Goldman Sachs. Um, so, <laughs> he, so I, I, my mother told me to embrace um, Christianity, but, but, I went around to various churches in London and I felt like I didn't quite belong and I didn't feel the connection until um, he brought me to First Love. <laughs> and I can, I can never forget the first preaching from Bishop Richard that I heard because that was so powerful. He prayed, he prayed for all of the well-beings and the, the, the church and I was, I was doing another internship and it was really intense again, <laughs> all over again. And so the next week, the following week, I had this presentation. So I had to solve a problem which I don't really know about. And if I say it, you probably would be shocked because it's swap dividends, rebookings, reversals project, which I don't even know the title. But <laughs> I don't even know what like swap dividends bookings were, you know, when I first went to the bank so but but i prayed i had so much faith because bishop richard prayed for us he said that no matter how just have faith you know i don't know how i'm gonna solve the problem but i have so much faith and in the end my reports were used by the head of emir <laughs> because 
because it was a problem. It was a problem that nobody could solve because they didn't have time for it. But all I did was I persevered. I looked through the data. I spent so much time on Excel, so much time. <laughs> and, and my reports, I managed to secure a one hour time slot with the head of EMEA of that division just to speak to him about the problem and it's resolved right now. And that goes all the same. So that goes all the same to the things. You know, I did an internship in April. I only had two or one and a half weeks to study for my finals, but I pray. I studied three hours for my econs paper, but I prayed and I got a first class. I got a second. <laughs> for listening to my testimony and um, I'll, since like about my testimony is about how awesome God is so I'll be playing a song called Awesome God. Yeah, enjoy.
Wow. Wow. I don't even know what to say. It's too much. It's too much. Fantastic. Well, it's not over yet. We've got some anointed singing to hear. So I want you to clap your hands and welcome our sister Marcella.
a blessing for all those who serve. He shall remove sickness from your midst. The number of your days he will fulfill. I'll go where I have to go. I'll preach what I have to preach. Have the maximum impact, yes. I'll go where I have to go.
Thank you. 
falling deeper and deeper into my sinful ways. Now I'm on my way. I have found a new life. I'm stuck on you. Found my place and this is where I'm gonna stay. Now I'm on my way. Jesus, this is where I found love and joy and peace in the Holy Ghost. Now I'm on Oh, oh, oh. 
gentle voice for guidance and direction where to go. I opened up my heart to know the perfect will of God. His will is what I want. His perfect will. As I spent so many Hallelujah. Do you want to hear the lovely voice of God? Well, it's time for the word. Are you excited? It's time for the moment you've been waiting for. 
I want you to rise to your feet and clap for Jesus with shouts of joy. Welcome, Bishop Richard Ayi. Thank you for your beautiful voice that shall lead and direct us. Thank you for your great grace, Lord, that abounds in this place, Lord. Thank you, Father, for the blessing of your word and the blessing of deliverance and direction, Lord. Heal our souls, Lord. Heal our minds, Lord. Heal our bodies, O God. Heal all that pertains to our lives, O oh God. Your word declares that you shall perfect all that concerns us, Lord. Let tonight be a night of perfecting, Lord. May everything that concerns us, everything that pertains to our life and to our godliness, Lord, may it receive a touch of perfection from you, Lord. Touch our lives, Lord. Strengthen us, Lord. And let your will be done. Above all, Lord, I pray that your will shall be done amongst us. Let your kingdom come and let your will be done. Thank you for this blessed time. And thank you for this blessed opportunity we have in your presence. In Jesus' name I pray with thanksgiving. And the saints of God said, Amen. Amen. Give the Lord your loudest amen. Hallelujah. Wow. God bless you. And you may take your seats. Hallelujah. Well, it's a blessing to be together again. Nice. Nice to see all of you, but those we haven't seen before and those that we are seeing again, it's good to see you. Um, it's a great blessing to be with you. Hallelujah. Are you excited to be here? Um, am I losing all the base so that I'll be comfortable? Yeah. All virtually zero. Hallelujah. Amen. Two for one. Well, it's a blessing um, to be here. You're all welcome to our um, joint service. And, uh, I believe that I believe that it will be a great blessing to your life. Many testimonies shall come out of this service. This is a turning point for many of you here today. 
You heard just two testimonies. I'm sure we could have had ten testimonies. You shall be one of those whose life shall be blessed. In this service, let me announce to you every attempt of the enemy, every intention of the enemy, every plot of the enemy is blocked. Let me declare to you that it is impossible. It is impossible. Whether you choose it or not, it is impossible for you to return from this service the same way you came in. You shall not go back the same. You shall return better. You shall return delivered. You shall return blessed. You will go back better than how you came in. Every plot of the enemy, every plan of the enemy, every intention of Satan is blocked in the name of Jesus. He shall no longer continue in your life. Your coming into this service is the termination of every satanic and demonic activity in your life. Be it in your spiritual life, in your life of godliness, in your financial life, in your relationships, in your academic work. I block every work of Satan. And it is blocked. And it is blocked. And it is blocked. Next time he tries on your life, he shall meet a wall. It is the blood of Jesus. It is the name of Jesus. It is the power of God. He shall never come through to you. Ever again. Ever again. It is over. I said, it is over. Every trouble has been brought to an end. Every disturbance has been brought to an end. Watch and see. I said, watch and see. You will discover that it is over. That tonight, tonight, every work, every organized work from the depths of hell has been terminated. I'm just announcing to you what you didn't know had happened to you as you walked into this place. I am just declaring to you that this is your portion. This is your portion. This is what you have experienced. Even if I don't preach, even if I don't say anything again, I am announcing to you that Satan, demons, devils have been blocked out of your life out of your life out of your life you have become a victorious person you shall no longer cry over what you've cried over receive the comforting power of the Holy Spirit be comforted be comforted be comforted be comforted be encouraged 
because it shall not continue. Every negative work shall not continue. It is over. It is, it is, the word I hear is block, block. It is blocked. It has been blocked. I said, it has been blocked. And it was blocked before I came up here. I am only declaring and announcing it to you that it has been blocked. Give Jesus a hand clap offering. And take your seats so that I can see those who are not standing. Well, tonight I have a short message for you. Do you want me to preach? Okay. So I have a brief message for you. And um, my message is entitled. Do you want a title? I have a title for you. The title of my message is Psalm 63 and verse 8. That is the title of my message. Psalm 63 and verse number 8. That is the title. Is it a good title? Do you like scripture titles? Or you like magic titles? Which one do you like? Scripture titles. Yes, so this is the title. Psalm 63 and verse 8. That is the title of my message tonight. But I am particularly excited that it is impossible for anybody here who can hear me that you will return with a problem that you walked in here with. Both visible and invisible. It is impossible. It is impossible that you will return with it. You are not going back with it. I said, you are not going back with it. You see, the interesting thing is that sometimes when you are sitting by people, you see them smiling and laughing, but you don't know what is going through in their lives. It is God who knows. It is God who sees. And it is God who can solve it. And God is solving your problem. You know, and God, God can find you. God can find you. Is it recently? Just, just last week. Just last week, I had a wonderful experience. We're in a camp in the in West Africa, <laughs> and um, and um, Bishop was preaching. Bishop was the preacher at that camp just a few days ago. And at a point, there was a presence. Those who can feel the presence will feel it. Those who couldn't feel were there. I don't know who they were. But he said, he said, he said a statement. He said, I see somebody and you are standing, you know, I couldn't see how he said the person was standing. Because as soon as he said, you are standing in a certain way and people have gathered and are coming to you. I couldn't see how he said the person was standing. Why couldn't I see it? Because suddenly the heavens opened 
and I began to feel rain on my head. Rain. It was raining on me. And I kept, I thought I was sweating on my head. So I kept wiping my head. That where is the water? And there was no water. And it was raining. And I was standing there. I, I wish I could see what he said. How he said the person is standing. Because I, I would like to stand that way. To embrace the people that are coming. What I'm saying to you is that God visits. God comes. You'll be there. You see, you'll be there. You may, not, you may think that we're all the same. But we're all not the same. We're all not the same. We're all not having the same experiences. And seeing the same things. Tonight as you are here, God will visit you. You will experience God before you go home. You will experience him. You will see him. You will taste something sweet. The scripture says that taste and see that the Lord is good. You, you, will, have, you will have a sweet experience with God. We're all standing there. By the time I opened my eyes, I saw a lot of people standing around there. And I was wondering, what is happening here? Because where I was, I couldn't even move. Where I was standing, it was raining there. It was raining. Water was falling from the heaven up there. It was coming straight onto my head. Right here, onto my head. It was coming. You shall experience the Holy Spirit. I said, you will experience him. You will never be the same again. Hey, that I know that you will never be the same again. You will never be the same again. That I know about you. I know that shall be your story. You shall leave this place with a song, singing and rejoicing. Joy. Your spirit shall be lighter. Every heaviness is taken away. Sit down and let's read the Bible. So, the scripture, which is the title of our message, says that my soul followeth hard. Say hard. No, your heart is not hard enough. Your heart has to be hard. How is your soul following? My soul followeth. Imagine the heart with several A's. Hard. It's like, it's like I am dead. My soul followeth hard after thee. Thy right hand upholdeth me. You shall become the heart follower. You will no longer be a lackadaisical person. Someone doodling and dawdling around God. You are becoming someone who is a hard follower of God. Of God. Of God. You know, people follow different things. People follow different things. And people are following different things. Everybody you meet has something that they are looking for. Top of that table, top of that table, top of the table. Do you know table? League table. Football has a league table. And then top of the league. 
is, is somebody, isn't it? Yes. Somebody we know within last year would go off soon. Anyway, anyway, forget about that one. Top of the thing that people are following hard after is money. It's top. It stops. It stops. Several of you, all the course you are studying, your aim is that after, after, money will come. Money. 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 How you get a job, how you get money. No problem. But tonight, you are being converted. That top of your table shall be God. God is moving to the top. I said, God is becoming number one in your life. God shall be number one, number one, number one, number one. When we ask you, number one is what? It shall be God. Why? Because you have discovered Psalm 63 and verse 8. My soul followeth hard after thee. I am following after God. We are going for God. I said, we are going for God. When the, whoever wrote this psalm, this psalmist, when he sees us, he'll say, hey, you people, you people, you almost displaced me. You people, you displaced me because I thought I was the one going hard after God. But when I saw you, the way you were coming for God, the way you were becoming God people, God people, God people, by now, by now, he's trembling in heaven. As much as he's encouraging us to come on, he's trembling that these people are going to displace me. Because their zeal and their determination and their hunger is very hard. They don't seem to be joking at all. We are going, we are going for God. We will be a church that goes for God. A church that is going for God. For God. That we like God. We want God. We believe in God. We choose God. We are, we are studying. We want to do and you shall do well. Oh. The most common testimony in first love church shall be a testimony of first class qualifications. It shall become common. You watch. Already we have some. There are people around that you don't even know. That, that, that's, that's how they ended. Because already it's becoming too common that we are not even sure whether we should say it or not. But you shall join that league. I said, you will join that league. You will never fail. It is impossible for you to fail. Because, you see, when you follow hard after God, his scripture says that, and I will add all these things to you. I will give it to you. He says he will give it to you. That's what the scripture says. Matthew 6, 33. Seek ye first the kingdom of God. 
Seek ye first the kingdom of God. Seek ye first the kingdom of God. And I will add all these things, all your first classes and your two ones. It shall be added to you. As you are going after God, as you are going after God, when you expect that you won't do well, you will discover that you have done well. You will find out that you have done well. That things are well with you. As you went after God, never resign or retire or say to yourself, going for God is a waste of time. We are going hard after God. Hard. 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 Relentlessly. 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 We are not backing down. No matter what happens in our life, we are not backing down. Where God is concerned, He will say, My soul followeth. Sit down, let me tell you what it means to follow hard. <laughs> because we will follow hard. We will. We will follow hard. Do you want me to rush or I should take my time? my soul. We are going for God. I said we are going for God. It's going to to be all about God. When we see you, say this person just wants God. This one, you will be known. You'll be known. You'll be known as a God lover. You'll be known as a God chooser. You will choose God over your boyfriend. Your girlfriend will send you a text and say, these days I don't hear from you. And you will tell her that I have found a new lover. I have found a new lover. Because the ladies easily think that it's because of another lady. So you tell her that, look, it's not about Sally. It's not about Sarah. It's not about Cynthia. It is God. It is God. It is God. It is God. I have found God. It's because of God. That's why I can't be replying to your texts. The last time you tried to Skype me, I was I was talking to God. I was talking to God. That's why I couldn't answer. I was talking to my God. Number one, what it means to follow hard. Number one, it means to follow close until you feel its presence. To follow close. Never be left out where God's plan is for your life. To follow close until you feel its presence. Oh, you are following hard after something. You follow close until you feel the presence thing that you are following. Number two is to try to find out more about something. When you are following hard, it means you try to find out more. You want to know more about God. When you want to know more about God, it means that you are following hard after God. So you want to know more about God. 
He said, who is God? Who is this God? What I see for me? What is there for me? Is there anything? When, when, you, read, when you read, especially the Psalms, the Psalms, and, and he's talking about God, you, you will discover this is someone's experience of God. This is what he knows about God. When he says, God is my light. When he says, God is my buckler. When he says, God is, God, God is my shield. God is, my, God is the strength of my life. The strength of my life. The strength of your life is not your beloved. No. No. It's even evidence to you that you don't know God. Because when you know God, you will see that the strength of your life is God. He is the strength of your life. Your very existence is the way it is because of your relationship with God. It's not your beloved. It's not, it's, not even, it's not even your exam results. That's not the strength of your life. It should be, it should be impossible. It should be impossible for things that are not going the way you want to discourage you. It should be impossible because God is the strength of your life. You should rather be saying to yourself, though the righteous fall seven times, he shall rise again. And you see, that hope, that hope of the word that you shall come up again suspends every possibility of depression, of, of loss of hope, loss of appetite, loss of energy because the Lord is the strength of your life. And what is his word? His word is saying that you shall rise again. You will come up. You will come up. You will come up. You will, if you know the word, if you know the word, as you go through the bumps and the waves, because there are waves in life, there are waves in life. As you go through the waves, you remember what the psalmist said. He said, yay, yay. I can picture where he was standing and perhaps what he was going through. He said, yay. So I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. I will fear no evil. Can you imagine what, what such a person is going through? And he explains why he will fear no evil. Because thou art with me. Thou art with me. Following something until you can feel its presence. He says that thou art with me. Thou art with me. A follower of God is never discouraged. Discouragement is abandoned from your life from today. You will say, thou art with me. You will just say, you just say to God, you, say, you just say to God, God, what's the plan? What's the plan? Look at where I am now. So God, what's the plan? What is the plan? You must have a plan. You must have a plan. What is the plan? You must, you must have a plan. You must. You must. Like that lady's voice in my car, the Satnav girl. I call her Abigail. I'll be driving on the motorway, trying to get home. And then she will say to me that I have about two and a half hours to go. Then suddenly she'll say to me that because of traffic, my route has been changed. 
and then she takes me off Abigail takes me off the motorway to some, to some dark road I was, I was alone in the car now I'm on some dark road I didn't know where I was so I had to say Abigail what's the plan what's the plan will I get home do you think I can get home then Abigail will say in, in 50 yards 10 right in hundred yards, turn left. Then she will say, "Go straight for a long time." Those are one of the painful instructions that she gives. Continue straight for a long. It's like I'm not going to talk. Just keep going until I give another instruction. Do not do anything. God is leading you. I said, God is leading you. I said, God is leading you. He's with you. (laughs) How many minutes do you have? Two. Number three is to make efforts over a long period of time. To know God, make efforts. Try. Try. Try, stay, stay in the faith. Stay with the faith. Stay with God. For a long period, for a long period, for a long period. You will never be called a failure. Then number four, to carry out something to its logical conclusion. I think this is my favorite definition of following hard. To carry out something to its logical conclusion. Are you there? To its logical conclusion. To its logical conclusion. I see an army of God followers. They're going to love them. They're going to choose them. Number five is to pursue something in order to catch it. Pursue something in order to catch it. Do you know how to follow something until you catch it? Follow something until you catch it. Are you there? Follow until you catch it. You shall catch every good thing. I say you shall catch every good thing. (laughs) You will catch it. Number six. I'm giving you what? Seven, isn't it? Yeah. We've already read six. To pursue a particular aim or result. To pursue a particular aim or result. Stop chasing many things and looking for many things. To be a hard follower of God. Concentrate on God. Just follow God. This tells us it is going to be God. 
Just God and nothing else. Just God and nobody else. Just God, just him. Just him. A particular aim. God, you see, what I'm sharing with you, I'm telling that, look, focus on God. You will never be disappointed. You will never. Has Jim not disappointed you? Did, did Sarah not disappoint you? <laughs> he lied to all of us. He said to you that you were nice. He said to you that you were so nice. But he has, it's so sweet. But he has said the same to others. I mean, look, at, look how young you are, but you can, you can relate with the song. Look, look at your age. And already you've experienced people who told you that you are nice. So nice. Sweet. You are so sweet. You, you said what? You said you were the one exactly what you wanted to hear that you were the one but as you are telling me what he said to you I also have someone who has told me that he said the same thing to her the same words in the same way in the same manner you are becoming a God lover I said, you are becoming a God lover and a God follower. How many of you are choosing God tonight? To follow hard after him. Number seven, to follow something in order to overtake it. To follow in order. That That is your aim. Your aim is, I am following so that I can overtake. That is what it means to follow hard. Following hard. It means that my aim, my aim is that you, I will overtake you. You see, one day, I was on one of the motorways. Don't try this at home. And I saw these young guys they look like some of you. And they were in this, I think it was a golf. And they pulled up next to me. You know how it is, it's like, I mean, it's like, do you, do you mind? So I looked at them. I looked at them. I said, do you really want? Because it was clear. And I said, okay, go. So they took off in their golf. In their golf. And I watched them going. And I said to myself, I will follow hard after these guys. That means that I will catch up and I will overtake. What? What they didn't know is that as they went, I checked the size of their engine. 
So I could, I could already see their, their capacity. Yeah. I look, I look, I, I said, no. These guys, these guys are not going to get far at all. So I could see them going like that. So I just leaned back. You know, because I have to, I have to get myself into the, the posture. So that I can do it. And just my foot started working. I was following hard. And they were moving. At a point, it was as though they weren't moving again. Because I was catching up. I was, when, I, when I got next to them, then I took my foot off the pedal. And I looked at them and I did this. <laughs> And I went. So I went, I went for about two miles. Then I slowed down again. And they came. When they got next to me, I asked them, do you want another one? Should we try again? Should in case you think that there was a mistake somewhere, there was something, I mean, something wasn't. So I just asked. Because I gave you head start the first time. So do you want us to start at the same time? Let's, let's try. Let's try. They look very confident. So I said, now, let's go. I didn't see them again. I didn't see them again. You shall catch everything in God you are looking for. You see, one day you will be that evangelist. One day you shall be that anointed person. One day you shall be that preacher. You will become that preacher. You will catch it and you will overtake it. You will see your you will see yourself walking there. You see, anytime I come into this hall, I haven't told you before. Anytime I come into this hall, I say, Lord, I thank you. Thank you. Because 20 years ago, 20, 22 years ago. Someone used to invite me here. He used to have programs here. Yeah, he used to invite me here. Even, even when I come for his program, the hall is not full like this. And he used to say, wow, Emmanuel Center. I mean, Emmanuel Center. Wow. So when today, you see, so it's like, I have, I have followed something. I have followed God. That God, will you ever take me there? Will I ever preach there? Will I ever stand there? Will there be people to preach to? To the, to the glory of God, we are there. We are there. You will be there one day. You will be there. You will find yourself, you will find yourself, you have caught it and you have overtaken. You have caught and you have overtaken. You have gone past every good vision you have. You shall experience it. So these are the seven things that it means to follow hard. Now what does it mean to follow hard after God? 
Number one. <laughs> are you blessed so far? How many of you are going to follow hard after God? Follow hard. My God. You have to be serious with him. It is not easy to follow someone you can't see. Someone you can't see. And someone you don't... That's why, that's, why, that's why the average of the most top common sense person will tell that there's no God. I understand them. Oh, I understand them. It's common sense that there is no God. It's common sense. Because where is he? Where, where is he? Where is he? It is, it, is, it is hard to follow someone you can't see. To believe. You see, anybody who doesn't believe in God, when he sees you guys, he'll think that you are out of your bunkers. You will think there's something wrong with you people. He would wonder, he would wonder, what are, what are, it's like, what are they doing? What, what are they doing? What do they want? It, it is far easier to follow a girl. Far easier. To follow a girl. To the person who has reduced himself to just carnal knowledge, natural knowledge, just, just I, I, I like to call it common sense. That is, that is the reasoning that is most common. The, the easiest conclusion you can arrive at at anything. That is common sense. You don't, you don't, need, you don't need a lot of steps. You conclude that, you know, that there's no God. There's what? Then, then they'll start arguing. If there was God, why are all these sicknesses, troubles, wars? But listen... But if the people who are causing the wars believed in God, there will be no war. But the people who value common sense, they can't because look, I said, I'm following God. Where is he? Where is he? Where exactly? What, what are his coordinates? But before you ask, where are his coordinates? You have to ask yourself, who created the coordinates? I stood at the door of KLM at Schiphol Airport. We were about to board and I met this man. And he was just introducing himself and I was also introducing myself. And I said, I'm a, I'm a preacher. And he said, what? Do you believe in God? I said, I believe in God. 100 and million percent. I said, I do. He said, why? And he started arguing about evolution. I said, no problem. No problem. I have time. If we miss the flight, it's the two of us that have missed it. So we're standing there. Everybody had boarded. The stewards were looking at it. It's like, it's like wouldn't they come on? And every argument he brings, I said, I have a question for you. Can you explain to me, can you, I said, for me, what I believe in says to me that in the beginning, in the beginning, in the beginning, you have started from the age of dinosaurs and the age of explosions. I am telling you that, I'm telling you that 
all your dinosaur age, all your explosions are true. But there was a beginning. And in the beginning was God. In the beginning. Before any history was written, there was God. There was God. Can you explain to me anything before the beginning? And he said he can't. So at a point, one of the stewards shouted at us that they are going to leave us. Then do you know what he said to me? The man, do you know what he said to me? He stretched out his hand and he said to me, congratulations, I'm also a Christian. I wanted to know whether you believe in God. <laughs> he said he wanted to find out whether I can explain my faith. I wanted to find out whether I can explain my faith. And you see, I never moved from this verse. I never moved from it. I, ne- I never shifted. I said, I said, this is my beginning. Do you have a beginning? You have explosions and you have dinosaurs and you have aliens and you have creatures and you have different things. But I have a beginning. My book, the B-I-B-L-E, tells me. You say you, believe, you worship trees and rivers. No problem. No problem. I also see God in rivers, in falls. Have you seen falls? Have you seen Victoria Falls? Look, from the Zimbabwe end, you see falls. Look, when you, when you, see, when you see those things, you cannot think about anything else but God. I mean, there must be, there must be a God. There must be, there's got to be God. There's got to be God. So when you stop there and you say, the falls is God. The river is God. You believe in nature. No, you can go higher. You can go higher than that. To believe in the creator of this beautiful thing that you see. Somebody made it. Somebody made it. How can you believe that Mercedes-Benz has a manufacturer? But you can't believe that Victoria Falls has a creator. I'm surprised. I'm surprised that you believe that, uh, what do you call it? Apple, Apple Mac, MacBook. MacBook Pro. You believe that somebody made it. But when you, when you see, when you see the well, the, the natural things, there, there, there are some golf courses that are called links course. That means that, that means that the course takes the nature of the earth, the shape. So you see, not, not, it's not been leveled, nothing has been done to it. That's, that's the, it is, that's what it's called links courses. When you see, when you see it, it's beautiful, beautiful. So you see, I also am an admirer of nature. I also admire nature. I like, I like nature. But I can't worship nature because I think one notch higher that somebody must have made these things. I mean, someone must have made it. And that person is God. It's God. So when you're following hard after God, sit down, let me tell you a couple of things so that you can stand up after that. You have to follow hard after him. Because he's there. He's there. He's there. He's there. And he's not on the same level. as. I told you, it's easier to follow a girl. 
Because she, you can see her breast. And a lot of the brothers like breasts. So they go for the breasts they can see. 36, 36 DD. 42 YZ. Then they are coming. To whom? To, to whom? For, to whom does it belong? To, to whom? To, to whom? For, to whom does it belong? To? Sit down, sit down, sit down. It's very easy to see that one and to follow it. That's why he keeps coming. Because he, he, can, he can see what he's looking for. He can see what he's looking for. But God, you can't see him. But he is there. There are things he has created that tells us that he is there. When you see that beautiful car drive by, the next thing you are looking for is the name, the name, the name of that beautiful machine. Because you are looking for the name because you know someone made it. You know someone made it. I don't know why when you see the beautiful earth, the beautiful world, the things of the world, you don't look for the person who made it. You don't ask yourself, who made this beautiful thing? Why do you stop at architects? Why do you stop at men? Who gave that man those brains? Who gave it to him? I was in Disney World once and I was looking at how men had tamed black whales and commanding them to do what they wanted to do. You see, as I sat there and I was looking, I just remember the, the scripture. He said, and he gave man dominion. Dominion. That is, that is control. He gave man control. Whether you go to church or not, you have control over animals. The wildest of animals, the wildest of animals, man has been able to put him in a cage and earns money from it. Because we're all going to watch. Because he's put him there. The wildest of creatures. A creature that can, with one, one swap of his hand, like that, he, can remove your, he can remove your shoulder. Man has we, we, you see you see them you see them in circuses in the circus you see tigers the man has control that is that is the scripture he'll give you you have dominion dominion control over them but who get who you see when you see it man is not God he can never be God he will never be God he can never be compared to God that ability, that intelligence was given to him by God. By God. He said, let us make man in our image after our likeness and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the fowl of the air, over the cattle and over all the earth. He was given dominion. Ability to control. That's why we have zoos. Circus, different, all these places that you see, wild, wild animals. But man has control over them. He knows, he knows how to control the animal. He knows how to, something that can kill him, he knows how to control it. 
It was given to him by God. Understand God. Know God. Know who he is. Your first thing in following hard after God is follow hard after his word. Follow hard after his word. And believe in his word. Mm. Believe in his word. Know how to know how to relate with God and walk with Him. His word. Know His word. Before you know a prophet or a human being or anybody of any title, know God. Know God and know His word. Know God through His word. Know His word. Know what His word says. Know what His word is saying. Know what his word says. Then you know who God is. When you know what his word says and you believe in his word, you see a difference in your life. Never underestimate the scriptures. Never. No, never. Never. Highly, rate highly the word of God in your life. That's how you know God. That's how you can follow after God. Every revelation you have is like a promotion in your life. Anytime you gain a revelation, as you read the Bible, you gain a revelation, promotion has come into your life. Your life has been upgraded. Anytime you're reading the Bible, you see, you see, wow, is this what the Bible is saying? Promotion has come to you. Promotion has come. Promotion has come into your life. I cannot go and see people who are playing around with animals and walk out of that place and say that there's no God. There's no God. And say to myself that man has become like God. Man is in te- Man is to it. It's like, it's like there's nothing beyond man. There's something beyond man because, because of the word of God. He said, let us make man in our image. In our image. Let us give man what we are like and give him dominion. Dominion. So when I watch people playing around with animals, playing around with all these wild creatures, I just say to myself, God is real. They themselves may not believe in God, may not even know about God, but I see God in what they are doing. You see, you see, God, you see God everywhere. Es- especially people who don't believe in God. There are people who make you see God even clearer. When you see them, you say, no, the way the person is behaving, there must be God. There must be. Because they never get upset over football. The way they get upset over God, God, there's no God. They are are hyperventilating. They are having asthmatic attacks. (laughs) Even when Liverpool loses a match, they don't behave that way. Do you know Liverpool? Do you know that they were planning to lose a match tomorrow? (laughs) Anyway, his word. His word. The scripture says that it is 
without faith, it is impossible to please God. Impossible. Impossible. It is impossible. Without faith. If you are following hard after God, you now have to start believing in his word and believing in him. That is faith. Believing in his word. Believing in him. So without faith, it's like without that thing, you are separated from God. Without faith, not common sense. Faith is higher than common sense. Even though it looks, it looks, it looks funny. It looks funny. It actually, you see, when you come down to the common sense level, it looks funny. I can, I can help you. I can join you laugh. I can join you laugh at somebody who says that I'm going to pray. I can join you laugh. But the scripture tells me don't laugh. Because the scripture tells me that that is how to follow God. That is how to serve God. By faith. By faith. Calling things that be not as though they were. By faith. And without faith, it is you understand impossible? Like how it is impossible for a man to get pregnant. It is impossible. In the same way, in following God and working with God, you cannot do it. You cannot do it. You cannot do it without faith. You cannot do it. You cannot do it. You cannot do it. You cannot do it. Do it. Without faith, it takes faith to achieve it. It takes faith to walk with God. It takes faith to believe in God. It takes faith. To, it, takes, it takes things like prayer. I'm praying. I am praying to my God. I am praying to my God. I am praying to him. I am calling on God. God can deliver me. God can help me. God can set me free. It takes such actions and activities to see the mighty hand of God in your life. It takes such things. Faith. Without faith, you can't. We, you can't. And what is faith? In, in verse 1, in verse 1, it says that faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. There we are again. This, you see, never, never be discouraged when people are laughing at you. You are doing the right thing. You are following something that is not seen. You are going after something that is not seen. You are going after someone that is not seen. You are believing. You are believing him for things that are not seen. But the day God begins to answer your prayer, you will see. You will see who is funny. You will see who is funny. God shall send you answers to your prayer. He said, it is the evidence of things. When you are believing in God, when you are believing God for something, you are believing for something that you don't have. But the only substance you have, the only thing to substantiate what you are you are expecting is your faith. The only thing you can have as tangible that you can touch or talk about or explain is that I am believing God for this. I am believing God for this. 
That it is called, it is called faith. It is called faith. It is called faith. You hear the brother's testimony. It doesn't make sense. It's, it's like it's funny. But it is called faith. And it's, it, that, is, that is how strong God is. That is how powerful God is. That is how great God is. That is how God can make the impossible possible for you. That is God. That is God. That is God. That is God. That is, that is people of faith. People who believe in God. That's not, that's not common sense people. Common sense people are there. They reason up to a point. They re, the way they reason, even a five-year-old, a six-year-old can reason. It's as though since they turned six, they've not thought again. Because in that realm, one add one is always two. It never changes. It's always two. It's always two. But with God, with God, who, who when, when you join with, everything is possible. With God, you will discover that one add one before the result is 200. That is God. That is God. That is faith. That is believing in God. That is, that is believing in God. We believe in God. We believe God, the creator of heaven and earth, that he can do it. You'll be surprised how God can use you. When you switch on, when you switch on into faith, that now I'm believing God. Now I'm trusting God. Now I am trusting God. Now I am hope. I'm, my hope is in God. Look at Abraham. In Romans chapter 4. Look at him. Right there. Go there. Go there. Boldly. Confidently. Don't be afraid. It says that what shall we say then? That Abraham our father pertaining to the flesh has found. Verse 2, for if Abraham were justified by works, he has whereof to glory, but not before God. For what saith the scripture, Abraham believed God, and it was counted unto him for righteousness. You shall be found righteous. You shall become righteous people. Verse 4 says that, now to him that worketh, is the reward not reckoned of grace, but of debt. But to him that worketh not, but believeth on him that justifieth the ungodly, his faith is counted for righteousness. Keep going. Even David, even as David also describing the blessedness of the man unto whom God imputeth righteousness without works. Saying, blessed are they whose iniquities are forgiven and whose sins are covered. What can set you free? What has set you free? What will help you? What would break the cycle of sin and the cycle of wickedness and the cycle of evil in your life? What would terminate that cycle? Nothing but faith in forgiveness that comes from God. How else will you make it? How else will you say, I am no longer a sinner? But faith, faith, that is those who are following hard after God. That his word says, his word, that when you believe in him, you have become righteous. You are becoming righteous. Let's look for Abraham. 
Keep going. Blessed is a man to whom the Lord will not impute sin. Keep going. Come in blessedness. Keep, keep going. Yes, keep going. All right. Beautiful. Jack, verse 12. Give me verse 13. It says that for the promise that he will be the heir of the world was not to Abraham or to his seed through the law, but through the righteousness of faith. I feel you are becoming righteous. Amen. For if they which are of the law be heirs, be heirs, faith is made void and the promise made of none effect. Because the law worketh, the Lord worketh wrath. For where no law is, there is no transgression. Did you know that when the, where no law is, there's no transgression? People who are very sensitive and very touchy. Who always find people who have offended them. It's because they have a lot of laws. The fewer laws you have, the less touchy and sensitive you'll be. Yeah. Yeah. If you're always offended, because you have laws. Offense is a broken law. So it means somebody has come to break one of your laws again. So it means you have too many too many, they classify some of the things in your life. So you can, live, you can live freely with people, you can live freely with them. I don't know how old you are, but some of the drugs in this country sometimes are, are classed higher than us to go, then they drop the class, they say it's no longer class, this is now this. They, drop, they keep dropping, depending on the amount of offenders that they find. It's like now it's too much. So let's drop, let's, let's this, we have decided, it's not, it's not, it's not, a, it's not anything serious again. You can have it. Then the side effects kick in. They say, no, we can't allow people to have it like that. Let's take it back up. So you keep playing, you keep playing with the rules. Like that, just to control. Keep playing with the rules. Keep playing with the rules like that. Because the offense, offense, the law is what brings transgression. Therefore, it is of faith. Okay, try and find me verse 17. Try. Did I say verse 17? Try and find me verse 18. Try. Ah, this is the verse I'm looking for. This one. Clap for this verse. <laughs> it's still talking to us about Abraham. It says that who against hope believed in hope that he might become the father of many nations according to that which was spoken so shall thy seed be and what did he say in verse, verse 19 and be not weak in faith you shall not be weak in faith he, you see, he considered not his own body now dead when he was about a hundred years old, neither yet the deadness of Sarah's womb, he staggered not at the promise of God. Hard followers of God don't stagger at the word of God. When you, in other words, when you see the word of God, you don't, you don't hesitate. You don't hesitate to accept that this is God's word. This is what his word is saying. This is what God, this is what God wants. This is what he says. You don't hesitate. You don't, you don't, you don't drag your feet. 
You don't debate. You don't question. He said, he staggered not. He said, he staggered not because earlier, the scripture has told us that he was not weak in faith. He was not weak in faith. But he was strong in faith. Because when you look at his age, and someone is saying that you will be a father of many nations. And the scripture said, the deadness of his body. I don't think I have to explain that. The deadness. His own body was dead. And then the deadness of Sarah's womb, a woman who has become menopausal. He staggered not. I don't know how bad the situation is in your life. I don't know how bad it is. But I'm here to tell you that life is coming into it. I said, I don't know how crumbled it has become. I don't know how resigned you feel. But I am here to announce to you that with God, with God, with God, and by his word, everything is possible. And there shall be life in that situation. You shall recover. I said you will recover. And you will overtake. You will recover. And you will overtake. You will recover. You will recover. You will recover. And you will do well. He staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strong in faith. Hard followers are strong in faith. They are strong in faith. They are strong in believing. Strong in believing. Strong. They are strong in believing. Strong. When it gets to God has said, they are strong in it. Strong. Have you seen people um, debating and fighting in politics? They are strong in what they believe in. A heart follower of God is strong. He's strong. You see, you see the winds blowing. The tides rising. But he's saying, with God it is possible. With God it is possible. My end shall be glorious. My end shall be good. I will do, I will do well. I will do well. It shall all, all because they believe in God. When you stop believing, that is when depression sets in. That's when you start complaining. That's when you become afraid. But you shall not be afraid. I arrest the spirit of fear. He shall not return with you. It shall not return with you. You will no longer be afraid. Strong in faith. I've only given you one way of following hard after God. And my time is up. But I think that it will be a great blessing for you. I think it will be a great blessing in your life. That you shall be men of faith. Start, start doing things for God. Start doing things for God. Don't start. Never say that because of God, something is not working in your life. Rather, 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 because of God, your life is being arranged. Your life is being arranged. You were used, you were used to perhaps an old path. God is placing you on a new path. That is why it seems as though it's not working. It's the new way. He's finding and paving a new way for you. A new way of serving God. A new way of becoming a minister. A new way of becoming anointed. It's what God is creating for you. You've been added to a new league. I said you've been added to a new league. People that God will use. 
Brother, God will use. God will use you mightily. When you follow hard after God, have a a spiritual vision. Have a spiritual vision. Develop a spiritual vision. That God, I want to save you. I want to be a minister. I want to be a minister of the gospel. I want to save you to my dying day. I want, I just want to, I want to live for you. I want to live for you. That's a new vision for you. I want to live for you, God. I will be a preacher. I'll be a teacher. I shall be known as a servant of God. You shall be known as a servant of God. You see, recently, you seen the young man that was playing the keyboard, that plays the keyboard, yeah. Recently, somebody said to him, I've heard that, I've heard that you are, you are, you are, you are full-time, you are full-time in the ministry. And we're laughing. But do you know why someone sees, because it's like, it's like his job, what he's trained us, it's like it has disappeared. When you see him, the only thing you see about him is that he's serving God. He's going to church. He's doing something for God. Always around. Always there. It's like we have a meeting here. He's there. We have a program here. He's there. We have a pro- I told you about the camp we ha- I was in Ghana. He was there. I was sitting there. I was sitting in the front row. Like I look on the stage. Who was sitting on the stage? He's sitting on the stage. I said, I'm not surprised somebody will say this, this person is full-time. But he's not full-time. Even his ticket to Ghana, I don't know how much it costs. But that is a servant of God. That's someone who say, that's someone, that's someone with, you see, without announcing, like the person is like, I have a vision and a purpose and an aim to serve God. I will serve God. I'll give my, my life, my time, my strength, my money, my energy to the things of God, to the things of God, to the things of God. I will give it to the things of God. I am sold out to God. Develop that vision. See if God will not bless you. See if God will not bless you. See if God will not take care of you. See if God will not look after you. See if God will not promote you. Some of the visions we have are useless visions. They're useless things. They are the reason for all kinds of pain and hurt and problems in our lives. Following hard after God. Develop a spiritual vision. Develop that vision that I will be a preacher. I'll be a preacher of the word of God. I will be a servant of God. In other words, in other words, even if I don't hold a microphone to preach, I shall be used in the house of God. I will be used that God can use me for anything he wants. He can use me. He can use me. He can use me. You shall become servants of God. I say you shall become servants of God. You'll be so blessed. Your life will be so blessed. You will be so blessed. If, if God, if God can choose you even for one day, you will be, you'll be so blessed that God chose you for even one day. God says that, you know, tomorrow is Monday. Monday, God says, oh, Monday, come, just come and work for me. You don't even know what it is. You don't even know what it means. That God says, just come and do something for me for one day and go. You don't know the blessing. You don't know the blessing. We pride ourselves in working in different places. That somebody can just wake up in a, in a, with a bad move or with excess coffee and just fire you. Wow. Yeah, people just, they just wake up, they're in a bad mood. They're not happy. 
Then you say, we don't, I don't want you again. I don't like your face. You don't like your face. You don't even know why you were fired. They say, I don't like your face. I don't want you. And when they say they don't want you, they don't want you. That's, that's your end. How much more God? How much more God? How much more giving yourself to God? Giving your life to God? What a joy. What a great blessing. God is crowning you with honor tonight. Stand to your feet and just begin to thank God. Just thank him. Just thank him. Just thank him. Thank him for tonight. Thank him for his word. Thank him for the blessing of his word. Thank him for every good thing. Miracles will happen to you tonight. Hey, shatalabradibakastaya. Everybody thanking God. Everybody thanking God. Remember, you're in church. You can speak. You can speak. You can speak out. You can speak out. We're in church. We're not at the train station. We're not in the lecture room. We're in church. So thank him. Bless him. Pray for yourself. Pray for yourself. Thanking God for your life. That you will serve him. That you will be used. You can 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 be a servant of God. You can become a servant of God. A servant. A servant of God. That you can become a servant of God. That God can use you. That God can help you. If God should choose you. If God should choose you. If God should choose you. What a blessing. What an honor it would be. What a great honor it would be. That God chose you. That God chose you. That God said he will work with you. That God said he will work with you. Many of you are becoming servants of God. Many of you will turn out to be people who are servants of God. People who have served God. Lived and served God. Lived. Lived and served God. Lived and served God. Oh, Labahata Labahaya. Your life shall not end the way it is. You shall become a servant of God. You shall follow hard after God. Hard after God. With a new spiritual vision. With a 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 spiritual vision. Thank God for the blessed opportunity to serve Him, to live for Him. That He is number one in your life. He is number one in your life. Pray that God is becoming number one in your life. Number one, number one, the main person, the main person in your life is God. It's God that my soul followeth hard after thee. Followeth hard after thee, O God. Hard after thee, O God. Pray. Pray for yourself. Pray for yourself. Pray. You are getting there. You are getting there. You are becoming that person. You are becoming that person. She will become that person. She will become that person. She will become that person. You will become that person. She will become that person. You will become that person. You will become that person. You will become that blessed child. That blessed person. That blessed person. That blessed person. You will become it. You will become it. You will become it. You will become. You will become. You will become. You will become. You will become the servant of God. The servant of God. The servant of God. You will become the servant. You will be the servant. You will be. 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 You 
will be. You will be the person. You will be the person. You will be the person. Malabasha talabrandele bikibahaya. Makababahaya. Makababahaya. Receive the grace to serve God. Receive the grace to follow after God. Receive the grace to live for God. Receive the grace to serve God. Receive the grace to serve Him. Moshabalabahaya. Babalabahaya. Receive the grace to make God number one in your life. 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 Shadalabahapaya. Rabashabalabahataya. Makiribiatasa. Palaiba daba laba diba laba diba laba diba kobasaya. Rebradesh tekianda. Thank you, Jesus. Father, I thank you. I thank you for tonight. Thank you, oh God, for this army, for this army of people that shall put you first, that shall follow hard after thee, that shall seek for you, Lord, that shall spend their time and their life, Lord, following after you, Lord, that they may please you, Lord. That they may please you, Lord. That they may live for you, O God. That they shall become servants of yours, Lord. That your word, Lord, your word, your promises, your covenants, your 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 declarations, Lord, shall be shall be what shall guide them in this life, Lord. Father, let this congregation be a congregation of God lovers, people who like you. People who want to live for you. People who have chosen you. People who will choose you. And people who will choose you again, oh God. May it be impossible for them to fall away, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for these wonderful people. In the name of Jesus. Now, while every eye is closed, every head is bowed this evening. I want to say a very important prayer with you. You are here. You've been going to church. Maybe somebody also invited you here. But deep in your heart, deep in your heart, you know you're far from God. Your relationship with God is perhaps non-existent or even weak. But you want to take the first step of becoming a hard follower of God. And that is by accepting Jesus as your Lord and Savior. You want to say, Pastor, pray with me. I want to give my life to Jesus. I want to accept Jesus into my life. I want Jesus to be the Lord of my life. That is the first step you can ever take to become a hard follower of God. You want to say, Pastor, pray with me. I don't want to go to hell. I want to go to heaven. Please pray with me. I've been going to church, but I've not been serious. Oh, today is my first time in church. I want to give my life to Jesus. I want my sins to be forgiven. I want my sins to be washed away. Pastor, please pray with me. If you are here like that, while every eye is closed and every head is bowed, I want you to just lift up your right hand wherever you are. Wherever you are. Stand there, lift up your right hand high. Pastor, pray with me. I want to give my life to Jesus today. Today, I want to give my life to Jesus. 
adjust your right hand. I want to accept Jesus into my heart and into my life to be the Lord of my life. Pastor, pray with me. Just your right hand. Don't be left out. You can also join. God bless you. I can see all those hands. Don't be left out. Don't say to yourself another time, another day. Today is your day. Today is your day for salvation. Just your right hand. Pastor, pray with me. I need Jesus. I need him. I want to be saved. I want to be born again. I want to give my life to Jesus. Pastor, pray with me. Your right hand and I'll pray with you. God bless you. I can see all those hands. I can see all those hands. You have your hand lifted up. I want to do one more important thing. I want to come out of your seat and come to me right here in the front. Come to me right here. Come. You lifted up your hand. Come out of your seat. Come. Come to Jesus today. It is the beginning of a great thing. Step forward. Step. Come close. Close to the stage.
hands and let's all say this prayer together especially those of us in front say it loudly boldly say with me say heavenly father thank you for today thank you for Jesus Christ who died on the cross and rose up on the third day say thank you heavenly father I am a sinner please forgive me of all my sins say Lord Jesus I believe you are alive please come into my heart from today be the Lord of my life I will serve you I will obey you I will follow you I will no longer serve Satan say it say I will no longer serve Satan I will no longer obey him I belong to Jesus I will serve Jesus I am bought with the blood of Jesus I am born again say thank you father for accepting me and for making me a child of yours say thank you father for today for today say Lord Jesus from today I will live for you and I will serve you alone and I will serve you alone say thank you father in Jesus name in Jesus name in Jesus name Amen what a blessing what a blessing what a blessing this is the greatest miracle of all the greatest miracle of all is what has happened to you today the greatest miracle that you will be saved that you will be transformed you ask yourself nothing could change you the police could not change you your mom could not change you your dad could not change you your parents don't even know who you really are isn't it they don't know who you really are the only thing that can change is the grace of God it's the grace of God it's the mighty power in the name of Jesus the only thing that can cancel out your sins and wash away your sins is the blood of Jesus from today you are born again you are saved you are no more a sinner your, the Bible says that your sins I will remember no more. God has no record of your sins again and your names are written in the book of life. You are a candidate for heaven. I said you are a candidate for heaven. Is it not amazing? Is it not wonderful? Is it not a great blessing? Somebody like you. This is, you see, this is faith in God.
following hard after God. Suddenly your status has changed. All your sins have been forgiven. All. All of them. Mine. Mine was forgiven. Mine was forgiven in October 1985. I did what you are doing today. I did since then. Since then. I've never looked back. I've never turned back. I've only gone after God. Just gone after God. Since then. All the things I did before, before October 1985, all are forgiven. God forgives. And it is real. It is real. Let nobody tell you that you're a bad boy. Let nobody tell you that you're a bad girl. Let nobody remind you of your sins and your mistakes. Because you are born again. You are a new creature. You are a new person. Out of you here, many servants of God will be raised. Many of you will become preachers. You become teachers. God will use you greatly, greatly, greatly. He will use you greatly. You can't even imagine the road he has put you on. It's a glorious road. It's a beautiful road. Your life will not be the same again. Be strong in him. Be steadfast in him. And it will be well with you. Amen. So as you go back to your seat, I think you'll be given a gift. There's a gift from our pastor. Our pastor has a book that he wants you to have. So as you go back, you just take a book and then you get to your seats, okay? So do it very quickly, fast, nice. So go back to your seats. Whichever direction you are going, go in that direction very quickly. Very quickly, no delays. Be moving. Stand to your feet. You want to come to the Lord's table. You want to receive communion. Is the communion ready? Brothers, sisters. Brothers, sisters, we are one.
everybody. Let me see that you've all been served. Fantastic. Put it down. You're about to experience a miracle. I declare this session as a time for miracles. A time for healing. A time for deliverance. And a time for a turning around. Somebody is about to stand in for a parent or for a friend. Someone who is not here shall receive healing through your communion that you are about to eat. Healing is going to be transmitted into your family, into a close one, into a loved one. Healings are about to take place. There shall be a harvest, a harvest of miracles and a harvest of testimonies from this communion you are about to receive. You shall be one of them. I said you shall be one of them. That which has tormented your life is about to be terminated. It shall not torment you anymore. I said it shall not torment you anymore. Every sickness, every disease shall be healed in Jesus name. Every growth shall disappear. Every tumor shall disappear. Every cancer shall be healed. Known and unknown diseases shall be healed in Jesus' name. Miracles are happening already. Miracles are happening already. Chains are being broken. Someone is about to be healed from an addiction. From an addiction. That chain is about to be broken in Jesus' name. By the blood of Jesus, I break the yoke. I break the bondage. I break the influence in Jesus' name. You shall not return with that addiction. You won't return with that problem. Your taste is changing. Your desires are changing. Your interest is changing. God is giving you a new desire. God is giving you a new taste. Because he has healed you. Because he has healed you. Receive your healing tonight. I said receive your healing tonight. In Jesus name. Let me read a passage to you. This is the hour for miracles. I'm reading from John chapter 6 verse 53 then Jesus said unto them verily verily I say unto you except you eat the flesh of the son of man and drink his blood you have no life in you life is coming into you life is coming into you Every hopeless situation is being taken away. Every hopeless situation is being taken away. You are leaving this place with hope. You are leaving this place with strength. Then he says in verse 54, Whoso eateth my flesh and drinketh my blood has eternal life. You are receiving eternal life. And I will raise him up at the last day verse 55 
He said, for my flesh is meat indeed and my blood is drink indeed. He, verse 56, he that eateth my flesh and drinketh my blood dwelleth in me and I in him. Your location has changed today. You are in Christ and Christ is in you. I said your location has changed from a place of depression, a place of discouragement, a place of confusion, a place of mere humanity. Your position is changed. You are now in Christ and Christ in you. Everything that has troubled you, when it comes, it will not find you. It will see Jesus. It will see Jesus. It will see your savior. 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 After this communion, anything that has troubled you, when it comes, they shall see Jesus. And what cannot affect Jesus cannot affect your life. He that eateth my flesh and drinketh my blood dwelleth in me and I in him. Can you see where you are? Can you see where to, to, after this communion you are in Christ? You are in him. You have been taken and put in Christ and Christ is in you. You shall not be seen again by your enemies. I say you shall not be seen again by your enemies. When your enemies arise, they shall see Jesus. They shall see Jesus. They shall see Jesus. 2,000 years ago, Jesus won the victory. He overcame the enemy. He overcame the devil. He overcame Satan. If he comes today in 2016 and he sees Jesus, he will say, this is my master. I cannot fight him. I cannot come against him because you now dwell in Christ. You dwell in him. He is putting you in him. That is your position. I said, that is your position. Walk out of this hall confidently that I am in Christ. I am in Christ. And he is in me. Verse 57, my last verse. He said, As the living Father has sent me, and I live by the Father, so he that eateth me. Are you about to eat the body of Christ? He says, So he that eateth me, even he shall live by me. From today, you shall live by the name of Jesus. By the strength in the name of Jesus. By the power in the name of Jesus. Everything that the name of Jesus can accomplish, you shall accomplish it. Everything that the name of Jesus can do, you shall be able to do it. Everything that the name of Jesus can achieve, you shall achieve it. Everything that Jesus can do, you shall do it. I said you shall do it. I said you will do it. He said, he that eateth me, 
even he shall live by me. He shall live according to my existence. What could not defeat Christ shall never be able to defeat you. What could not overcome Christ will never be able to overcome you. From today, after this communion, you shall live by Christ. It looks like bread, but it is the body of Christ. It looks like a drink, but it is the blood of Christ. And he says, whosoever eateth me, even he shall live by me. You shall be discharged from this hall in the power of Christ. In the power of Christ. Go as an overcomer. Go as an overcomer. Go as a healed person. Go as a delivered person. Go as a blessed person. Go as a victorious person. Go without diseases. Go without sicknesses. Go without mental illness. Go without depression. Go without confusion. Go without failure. Go without discouragement. You shall live by Christ. You shall live by Christ. You shall live by Christ. The last time you failed was the last time you ever failed in your life. Revelation has come. Revelation has come. Light has come. Even he shall live by me. So he that eateth me, even he shall live by me. From today, go in the power of the words of Christ. Live by Jesus. Live by Jesus. Overcome by Jesus. Conquer by Jesus. Conquer in his name. That is your portion. That is your portion. Father, thank you for the victories we are about to walk into. Thank you for the power we are about to walk into. Thank you that barren wombs are healed. Hey, my Lord and my God. My Lord and my God. My Lord and my God. Move through wombs. Touch wombs tonight. Known and unknown ones, Lord. Let there come healing. Let there come healing. Let the uterus be healed. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. You shall no longer have that pain again that discomfort that struggle every fiber shall be bent out tonight in the name of Jesus every migraine shall be bent out today in the name of Jesus every pain disappears every cancer cell is healed in Jesus name it has become normal it has become normal it has become normal even he shall live by me we shall live in accordance to the name of Jesus father we thank you for that great and precious night as you sat with your disciples 
and he took bread and he broke it and he said this is your body which is broken for us I pray over every bread and over every drink and I declare it is your body Lord it is the body of Christ it is the body of Christ it shall bring healing it shall bring deliverance every resident devil shall be displaced every curse shall be broken you shall no longer live by a curse we shall live by the grace of God we shall live by the grace of God we shall live by the grace of God I speak over every drink and I declare this is the blood of Jesus this is the blood of Jesus as we drink it Lord let power come into our bodies let strength come into our bodies let healing come into our bodies father let the healing affect those that are close to us but are not here let them be healed 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 We send forth the healing power into our homes, into our loved ones, across nations, across borders. Let there be a visitation tonight. Let there be healing, Lord, by the blood of Jesus, Lord. Thank you, Father, for your blessing. I can say thank you. I can only say thank you. I thank you, Father, for what you have done, Lord. For what you have done. For what you have done. And for where you have brought us. I say thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name. The body of Christ. The body of Jesus Christ. Eat it. body of Christ you are eating. Power is coming into your body. Pain is disappearing. Sicknesses are disappearing. Discomfort is going away. Long-term diseases are disappearing. They shall disappear. They shall disappear. It is impossible for them to stay. The blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus Christ drink all of it. Far away stood an old rugged cross As we sing this song, be worshipping him. Healing has taken place in your life. Healing, deliverance. Yokes have been broken. And I Bondages have been lifted away. Oh, what a night. What a night. What a night. What a blessing.
affection for me For it was on that old cross He left His glory about To bear it to dark Calvary Oh, so I cherish The old rugged cross Till my trophies At last I lay down I will cling to the old rugged cross And exchange it someday for a crown Father, I thank you for tonight I thank you for every healing I thank you for every deliverance I thank you for every blessing, Lord, that you have brought into the lives of multitudes, Lord. Thank you for the healing. Thank you for the blessing. Thank you for the deliverance. By the blood of Jesus, Lord. Thank you, O God, for new lives, Lord. New lives. New lives of blessing. New lives of hope. New lives of healing, Lord. Thank you for what you have done in the lives of multitudes in this place tonight, Lord. And thank you, O God. I thank you, O God, for your great blessing. For your great blessing. For your great blessing. Thank you that you have healed us. We came to you and you healed us. You healed our migraine. You healed our pain. You healed our souls. You healed our souls. You healed our souls. You healed our work, oh God. Our work, Lord. You healed it, oh God. You changed our course from failure to excellence, oh God. Thank you, Father, for a blessing, Lord. You called us, Lord, that we are leaving this place with a vision to serve you, to live for you, to choose you, to become ministers, to be servants of God, Lord. Thank you for such a blessing. Thank you for such a blessing. Thank you for hope that you have brought to us. Thank you for hope. Thank you for hope. We thank you for hope. Thank you for hope, Lord. Thank you for healing our wombs, Lord. Thank you for healing our blood, Lord. Thank you for healing our muscles, Lord. Thank you for healing our brains, oh God. Thank you, oh Lord. Lord, I thank you for everything that you have done tonight. Be glorified. You alone receive the glory. And you alone receive the praise. In Jesus' name, amen. Give the Lord a mighty hand clap of love. Mighty, mighty, mighty hand clap offering. Take your seat. How many of you believe you have received a miracle tonight? Put your hands down. How many of you came here with? 
sickness, a condition, a weight, a burden, but you can tell physically as we are sitting here that God has healed you from it. Let me see you. God has healed you. You know in your body, God has healed you. So, all of you that are truthfully lifting up your hands, that as you are sitting here physically, God has healed you. I'm told my time is finished. So I can't take testimonies. But I'll take testimonies. What I want you to do is that I want you to write it with your name and your condition and everything that happened to you and hand it over to your pastor or your elder. I would like to, I would like to document all because before we came here, I believe God said many great things shall happen. You remember when I started, I said, I said, Satan has been blocked. I heard those words yesterday afternoon. Yesterday. That he is blocked. Yes. What, in other words, whatever gave him access to your life, that, that access has been sealed. He will no longer come into your life. Those visitations are over. Those visitations are over. From today, you will only see victory. Things are going to get brighter and brighter. The scripture says that the path of the righteous gets brighter and brighter. That is what you will experience. I said, that is what you will experience. That is what you are going to experience. Only 17 people are saying amen. Your life is only going to get brighter and brighter. And you will see the brightness as you see yourself serving God. Don't forget, you must serve him. When you see your, it is right there, I want to serve God. I want to serve God. I want to do more for him. It is God at work in you. It is God at work in you. It is a sign of a hard follower. I want to serve God. I want to be there for him. I want to do something for God. I want to do something for God. God will take care of you. I said he will take care of you. So I want you to write all your testimonies and give it to your pastor or your elder. I can also give you my email address. Do you want my email address? Okay. Write down my email address. My email address is London Office. One word. London Office. All of you with testimonies because I, I want the testimonies. London Office. That's one word. At daghewardmills.org that's my, it will come to my phone. <laughs> well, I believe God has blessed us. The last phase of this service is to pray for you with oil on your heads. So I ask all of you to bring oil. Did you bring your oil? Lift up your oils. Let me pray over it. You anoint yourself, we pray, and then we are done. Why do I want to pray with you for oil? In Psalm 23, give me Psalm 23. Put your hands down. Let's read, let's read the Bible first, okay? Quickly, who, who is there? He said, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I'll fear no evil, for thou art with me. 
Thy rod and thy staff they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of my enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil. It's a shepherd's work. You remember where it started from? The Lord is my shepherd. The shepherd anoints with oil. He anoints with oil. Thou anointed my head with oil. And we see the result. My cup runneth over. Your cup shall run over. I said, your cup shall run over. You see that brother's testimony that he can't smell 60. 70, 80 and above. That is becoming your testimony. Your, your efforts shall be multiplied. It shall be multiplied by this oil. By this oil. You are being put into the category of the excellent. You shall be excellent in everything that you do. Every exam you take. Every exam you take. Every essay you write. You shall be amongst the excellent. By the anointing of a shepherd. The shepherd's anointing, rubbing, rubbing on your life. You shall do well. The word used anointing here, anointed, is the word dashen. That's dashen. There are different words for anointing. We have dashen, we have chrisma, we have um, creo, I think, creo. They, they all have different, different, if we have mashak, we have shemen. They're different different terms that mean different things this one is dashen that is the anointing that makes you fat not like putting on weight but it makes you strong it makes you excel it makes you look better you shall look better after today in the book of James he also said when you are not well you call upon your elders when your elders come they shall pray for you and they shall anoint you with oil. They shall anoint you with oil. Is he bringing it for us? They shall anoint you with oil. I want you to see it. So I will read it. So you are free from, because we are following hard after God. Through his word. Hard. Anything we see in his word, we are going for it. Is any sick among you? He didn't mention the type of sickness whether it's academic sickness, financial sickness, soulish sickness, spiritual sickness, physical sickness, we don't know. It's any sick among you. We are coming against any sickness. Let him call for the elders of the church and let them pray over him anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord and then it says and the prayer of faith shall save the sick you just walked into your salvation and if he committed he has, he has committed sins they shall be forgiven him that is the enemy shall be blocked he shall be blocked Satan is blocked out of your life I tell you he's blocked out of your life they shall not come in. So, as I pray over your oil, and you anoint your head, just a little bit of that water. Lift up your bottles, please. Father, let the contents 
let the contents of these bottles be transformed into your power let it bring deliverance let it bring healing let it bring answers to our prayer let it Lord bring Lord as we have desired what has been humanly impossible let the oil cause there to be a supernatural divine intervention Lord let circumstances change in our favor because of the oil Lord let the dashen oil come and rest upon our lives let this oil Lord in this service in our homes on buses in our schools wherever we find ourselves let it work miracles let it work miracles let it work miracles let it bring testimonies to us in Jesus name now take a bit of the oil if you don't have any borrow from your friend just a little bit on your fingertip like that a little bit just get some oil get some pour some oil into a little bit in your hands like that you will never be the same again you will never be the same again you will never be the same again you are going to harvest testimonies. Shaba laba diba laba daba. Everything you are desiring, everything you desire, begin to prophesy and declare it. Over the oil in your palms, begin to declare it. Stand to your feet, stand to your feet. Begin to say everything you are desiring, everything you desire, everything you desire, everything you desire. Your desire shall not be cut off. You will have it. You will have it. Be translated into a new man. Be translated into another man. Become a victorious man. Become a blessed man. Become an anointed man. Be that anointed person. Receive the power of God into your body. Receive the power of God into your life. Receive direct power of God. Supernatural influence begin to live a supernatural life from today in Jesus name anoint yourself thank you father Kabadaba, 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 Kabasiko, Jabredo, Sabande, Lebrediste, Leki, Adesia, Nako, Sanda, Laba, Sabieto, Lebrede, Stete, Samadima, Samadita, Samavita, Sebledosti, Sedo, Laba, Diba, Nova, Samba, Laba, Diba, Kabalaba. By this oil, Victory has come into your life. By this oil, excellence has been introduced into your life. By this oil, excellence, academic excellence, marital excellence, financial excellence, spiritual excellence has come upon your life. From today, I declare that you are anointed. From today, I declare you shall be favored. Expect favor. 
Expect favor. Expect favor. Expect favor. You shall not be turned down in good places. You shall not be turned down for your desires. You shall be received. You shall be accepted. You will never be rejected. In the precious name of Jesus. By this oil. Gladness fills your life. Joy fills your life. Blessings fills your life. Goodness fills your life. Receive the blessings of the Lord. And the favor of the Lord. In Jesus name. And the saints of God said. Amen. Your loudest amen I mean. Your strongest amen.